And we're joined by our beer blogger from What the Ale, and that is Tom Gilbert. All right, Tom, did you get a chance to go out there and uh, and give a taste of Troy's new beer? I did. It was it was really refreshing and good, and uh, um, you know I think it'll hit a hit a target market that uh, will do well. He says it's clean, and I, I mean, how would you describe the flavor? Bryce just said it's very light. What do you think? Well, it's it's light, but it does have a little bit of you know. Sometimes it just tastes like water when you have light beers, and this one has a little bit more flavor to it than uh, you know your typical light beer. Uh, I would probably. I would drink it if I was mowing the yard and, you know, finishing up and not worried about having to do anything, you know, just thirst quencher type thing. So, right. yeah, he, it's, he, and he even said, uh, you know, this isn't a beer for IPA drinkers. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm your typical IPA drinker. So, but you know, I would drink it if it's hot and, you know, bothered or whatever. Yeah. That, that's kind of what Jeremy said when he tried it was our, our, you know, of course our boss and TV star, Jeremy Poplin, who who said, you know, it just kind of is easy drinking. And we've heard that described before, but when you hear that term, what does that mean to you? That means, uh, you know, like a session session beer, uh, you can drink numerous, it's, you know, it's 4% ABV. It's, it's back to the days of the three, two, you know, beer that Oklahoma was used to for a long time. Uh, so, you know, you can, watch a whole football game and not have to worry too much about, you know, over, overindulging <laughs> and, and having to do more bench presses later, you know, to, 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 to equal it out. Yeah. I got you. Now, when, when he first came here, you know, we understood he was going to come. We knew he was going to be here Wednesday, kind of a private event. And when I looked the day before, I didn't see a lot of places that were starting to carry it. Of course, it was just coming into the market. And I just did the search right now at 8beer.com, which you can do. You can go in and put in your, your uh, zip code. It is stinking everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it has uh, invaded it, the market. Well, LDF is a distributor for a lot of brands. And, you know, they they have a massive distribution area. And, you know, liquor stores, resource, quick trips, you know, it's going to be everywhere in the it takes a lot of money to, you know, to get that much push. And of course, Troy's got lots of money. So, uh, you know, it's going to be everywhere. And I, and I think, uh, you know, eventually it, it will be more places outside of Oklahoma, you know, yeah. Oklahoma and Texas. And, um, it, you know, and I, I'm happy that they're, you know, it's a locally owned brand, you know, yeah. and Anheuser-Busch isn't really locally owned anymore. Yeah. So. You know, and considering, and we're talking to Tom Gilbert from the What's the AO Beer column. He is our guy when it comes to spirits. Uh, when it comes to something like this, you've seen a lot of beers come and go and opening and all. As an initial product, how does this one stack up? Well, I think uh, the product itself is is a strong product. I mean, he did his research and, and you know, made taste tests and all, all the above. But, you know, you have somebody like Troy's putting his name behind it, you know, that, that goes a long way. And there, there's a lot of celebrities that are doing that now with whiskeys and, yeah. you know, wines and all sorts of stuff. And, uh, but you know, the average beer drinker doesn't really have that. And, uh, you know, the, I say average, I mean, you know, the, the guys that drink like beer. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a, it's a good marketing tool. I'm surprised no one has done it, you know, previously that has his notoriety, notoriety. So. Is there anything about it that um, you, you talk about? I know you're a big flavor guy and you brew your own too. Is there Was there a note of flavor in there that is different than something else? Uh, anything you picked up? Because I know you're very good about being able to pick those flavors and tastes up. Well, uh, it didn't taste like water. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it, it, it had some flavor to it. Uh, you know, a little bit of a malty back to it, I think. 
uh, is not overly hot. I mean, it's hard to, you know, make a beer with low carbs and low calories that doesn't have, you know, you can do it, but, uh, it, it, you don't want to overly hop something and, and, you know, turn someone off that doesn't like hops, you know, mm-hmm. so light beer drinkers typically just like something that, Oh, it's easy to drink. Yep. Uh, so I think it, I remember tasting a little bit more malty, uh, you know, backbone to it. So it, you know, it was really well balanced for something like what it was. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of his interviews, and you know, and he 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 went on he, he multiple times talked about carbs and and calories, but he also said they'd worked very closely on flavor. So I wanted to see what you picked up. It's eight eighteen here on the Blitz eleven seventy with Tom Gilbert. He's our beer blogger from What's the Ale. He's on with us at least monthly as we talk about things. We're going to get into St. Patrick's Day in a moment, Bryce. Tom, I'm going to the Dead Armadillo Brewery tonight, and I'd never been. Do you have a couple recommendations? Well, you can't really go wrong with Tulsa Flag. I mean, that's their main main beer. Uh, they also have a, a stout that's really tasty too. Uh, oh, what is it? Uh, it's it's their uh, common stout. I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the stout is really good. And uh, I just did a, a story on uh, on what and what the L like two weeks ago about one of their beers that they. Uh, made and i can't think of the name of it either because i <laughs> probably had to need beer since then see that you've been but drinking I, beer so long you can't remember beer <laughs> well you, you, this is the thing you know I, and this is what i asked troy is like you know you have a lot of competition out there you go into a liquor store now and what 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 do you see it's like everywhere there's yep. beer there's everybody's got six beers out mm. and it's like are you going to come up with another beer and or he's like well we're concentrating on this one right now so um but you know that's that's uh part of the you know, the issue with doing all this stuff, it's, uh, um, the competition and like, again, with his name recognition and, and hopefully they, I mean, they will have to push it that way, you know, just cause yeah. it's just going to be another beer if he doesn't. Yep. But anyway, yeah, it's uh so the dead armadillo, I really like this. It's a, it just came out. It's a blue dome wit. It's mm. a, it's a wit style beer, a wheat beer that, uh, is named after the blue dome district and they have a little bit of blueberry in it. It's not very much. You can taste it, but it's not overly, anything you know it's just really well balanced and that that's a definitely a thirst quencher too that has that's flavor to it so it's not like overly flavored but are you are you surprised tom and and again i know you started this with your dad when you're you know very young actually brewing beer nowadays there are so many of the the blueberry the pineapple or a raspberry those kinds of flavors that you know gosh you didn't see that stuff growing up is that surprising or is that just a natural progression of what we're going to be doing well i think it's it's natural uh i mean you you do have your uh, brewers that keep it, you know, pretty consistent. They might add coffee or something like that. But, uh, you know, with the fruited uh, beverages, it, it goes, and it's also trying to get market share. I mean, uh, if you put some fruit in it and it's sweeter or it has a little bit something different, you you might get a different market share, say, female drinkers that, that are wine drinkers or something that they want something a little bit sweeter. Not, not to say that men don't like that, too. Mm. Uh, but it, it's a, you know, you, you try to get, as many taste buds on, you know, drinking your beer as possible. So yeah. we're going to have a couple more minutes here with Tom Gilbert. He's our beer blogger from what the Yale. I have to ask because we have switched into March and now this is kind of official beer season. Cause St. Patrick's day is coming up. Oh, I would imagine there's more 4th of July drinking than, than, than now, but it's the time when everybody wants to be Danny boy O'Connor. Everybody wants to be Irish and there are those beers that start to come out. What are we going to start to see this month, Tom? Oh, well, there's, uh, again, lots of uh, red ales and, and some stouts, too. I, I believe uh, um, 
Erie Abbey's got a stout, an Irish stout that comes out, you know, and people typically think Guinness is, you know, the Irish stout of the, the way. And it's, it's actually only 4%. It's a really light beer. You know, it's maybe you can't see through it, but it's a light beer. And, uh, so stuff like that, Irish reds come out. Um, I know, uh, Marshall's got a, uh, a, a small batch of, uh, big Jamoke, which is a porter. And they've had some coffee to it, which would be really tasty because it really bounces out. Um, but the man talk about lots of uh, events coming up. Uh, May, April and May is there's tons of uh, beer tasting events. So mm-hmm. you know, get, get get ready for the St. Patrick's Day block parties. I mean, mm-hmm. almost every brewery is doing a, a party somehow, a brunch or a party. Um, one of the thing, one of the things that's come up is. Uh, you know, a lot of people did homebrew, and this is sort of a sad deal because it's sort of come around where there's so many breweries now that the uh, brewery supply stores aren't doing very well because people are, there's a vast amount of beer, and they, you know, the high gravity, I've mentioned them numerous times, they're going to have to go out of business. Oh, so they're, they're having a, a, a St. Patrick's Day party, and I think March 23rd, there's going to be their big raw and the you know it's just 20 it's gonna be 20 years for them that they've been in business so um sort of it's it's, it's you know it's one of those uh you've done something so well and now everyone you know they, they people don't need to brew their beer anymore because there's so many great breweries around yeah so that, that sort of hurt them with the pandemic of course and stuff like that i know some people who do it just because they enjoy it though not just because of that a couple of minutes here as we said with tom gilbert uh, with the what's the ale beer air, 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 <clears throat> what's the ale pardon me beer column all right so when you say irish red how would you describe what that really is because there's gonna be a lot of people don't know what that would even entail well it has a the malt itself uh creates the uh redness in the beer so it's kind of like an amber red color to it. So, I mean, that's why it's called a, a red and I'm sure it's, um, you know, got the multi flavor to it. It's, mm-hmm. it's easy drinking as well. I mean, not a lot of hot flavor on, on those, those kind of beers. And so, uh, so that's why, you know, during St. Patrick's day, when there's a lot of people, not necessarily beer drinkers would drink, they, they will go towards that. <laughs> since it's, it's not quite in your face, you know, hoppy and stuff like that. What is, what is the quintessential St. Patrick's day beer? Probably Guinness. Yeah. Guinness would be, I mean, I think, uh, McNally sells more Guinness in the United States than any other place. <laughs> wow. So McNally's is celebrating their 20th anniversary and it's it would probably be a wild one, of course, because there's always <laughs> lots of people there. But, right. uh, yeah, they're they one of the, you know, they started, that's why I love McNelly's because they had so many varieties of beer before you could, in one place that you could get, uh, they started it for, for Tulsa. So what beer goes best with a good corned beef sandwich? Because that says St. Patrick's day to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I love corned beef. Uh, oh, I don't, I mean, you know an amber an amber ale an ipa i, I mean I, I i always like those a little bit of a flavor you know mm-hmm. you drink a little bit of the flavor and you taste a little bit of the flavor too so yeah but um Tell anything me, that you like that you like is good with corned beef for in my taste i've never had anything bad with corned beef all right so tell people how to find your column uh you can get on tulsa people.com uh, and uh my all my stuff is on uh, online there the top left corner uh, I do a beer of the week. I've got, you know, numerous stories. I, I interviewed, uh, um, Troy for about 20 minutes and talked about his home run that he hit in the fortune park and, you know, just all sorts of 
related stuff with beer and, and people. That's fantastic. I'm glad you got that that kind of access in there. All right, so uh, what's coming up? You said you, you wrote about a brand-new beer this week. Tell us about that before you go. Uh, well, the, the uh, beer of the week will be from High Gravity, and it, it, it comes out Monday. And it's a, uh, a beer that is dedicated to uh, a, a girl that passed away from colorectal cancer. Oh. Uh, Heather Sams was her name, and so they're doing a benefit for her family. And the name of the beer is um, Check Your Booty, uh, and they're going to give proceeds to the colorectal cancer for in her name and, and to help uh, also to help her kids. Uh, that is fantastic so. that they're doing that kind of work. Tom, it's always fun talking to you. I hope you have a good corned beef sandwich and a wonderful beer sometime for St. Patrick's Day. We'll get back with you as we get a little closer to summer and talk about how we change over. I appreciate it. Say hi to Karen for me. Uh, I will. Thanks, Rick. Take care. You, you bet you. That is Tom Gilbert. He is our beer blogger. What the ale? You can find him at Tulsa People. We'll make sure we put a link to that as well. 